Welcome to the Soul Summit Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Levesque. I'm here to bridge the gap for women in the outdoors, build a community of adventure junkies, and roll out your weekly dose of positive vibes. With almost two decades in the health and fitness world and an untamable passion for hunting and the outdoors, my mission is to help you live a bucket list life and move boldly in the direction of your dreams. Meet us here weekly as I connect with like-minded men and women to discuss health and mindset, accountability, life and entrepreneurship, as well as all things hunting and epic untold stories. This podcast is brought to you by Wilderness Athlete, high quality supplements for rugged individuals. Wilderness Athlete has been making the best supplements that will give you an edge in the wilderness, the gym, and life for the last 17 years. Head to wildernessathlete.com to see their products and use the code no excuses to save money and support you on your way to your best health. Also brought to you by Baku e-bikes. Baku is building top quality e-bikes, helping you get farther and enjoy the hunt. Find more at baku.com. That's B-A-K-C-O-U.com. You can use the code HerOutdoorJourney to save a few hundred dollars on your new electric bike. Well, hey, everybody. Thanks for popping into another episode of the Soul Summit podcast today. You are diving into part two with Hannah Markham. In this episode, Hannah and I discuss gear reviews talking about camo for women and specifically plus sizes. She dishes out what she's liking and not liking, as well as companies who she's seeing innovating to create more uh, products, gear, and sizes for bigger people. She also talks a little bit about body acceptance and what this journey has been like for her. Uh, And we just really kind of dive into discussing all things as far as uh, looking at things from the outside in, seeing somebody who maybe has the lifestyle or the body that you want, but what does that look like on the flip side? And is that really something to strive for? Accepting where you're at, what you look like in your own skin and getting comfortable and confident with who you are is definitely the mission behind this podcast. And we hope that the uh, raw input uh, from both sides of the spectrum will help bring some uh, insight into your own acceptance and understanding and really enjoying the damn journey. So hopefully you enjoy today's episode episode into Hannah Markham part two. So talk to me. So you were on episode 82 and, uh, I don't think I've told you this, but that was our most downloaded episode ever. You were a wealth of knowledge and people really connected to just what you do and how you do it. Um, and I think one of those really valuable pieces, though, there are many about you is that you're willing to show the works and doesn't work and some of the faux pas. And we talked about that, talking about like the female urination system with the shiwis and whatnot, um, which your information there was, was super helpful. Also a little scary. I still haven't tried it for myself. Um, but that was in episode 82. Talk to me a little bit about from that point, what you're learning as far as gear, maybe camo, whatever it is that you are liking or disliking at this point. I, the thing that I am loving is that I feel like there are so many different brands popping up now that are doing things different. So they're not just following the status quo of like what you find, unfortunately in the big box stores. Um, but they're actually creating clothes. They're listening. Like, and this is from a women's perspective because I am a woman. And so I don't pay as much attention to what men's 
men's gear and like the innovations that are going on there. Um, but I'm sure that there are, but for women, there are companies that are doing the front end work of getting women's feedback, doing, reaching out to women and getting like field testers and filling out surveys and like doing all of that work on the front end to build a piece of uh, clothing that is actually functional and includes the things that we've always wanted. Like, oh, I wish this pair of pants had this. And so there's one company in particular, which they're brand new starting out. Um, and they have a pair of pants that are on pre-sale. So that just tells you like they're, they're just, they're babies um, in terms of like retail, but they have a pair of pants that they created that every size from, I believe it's extra small to three XL. Oh wait, no, they just released something that says that now they have an extra, extra small. So extra, extra small to three XL, each pair of pants also has like a curvy addition. So then that way, if you're a size four, but you have more of an hourglass shape and sometimes you need to size up to accommodate for that, but then you get like the back gap in the waist mm -hmm. or whatever. Um, there's a pair of pants that were made to accommodate you in that way. Um, Similarly to the way that pants have, you know, short, medium, tall in terms of an inseam, now we're seeing things that pants that are made to accommodate actual waist, thighs, bum, <laughs> and those types of things, which I want to see so much. I just, I hope that we see more of that because that is the, in terms of women and women's gear, that's the number one challenge, right? Is like finding a pair of pants that are a good fit, that are functional, that you can move around in doing all the types of movements that you're doing. And you, you don't even have to think about the, oh, these pants, like, oh, I really wish that these pants had X, Y, Z. Um, so that's fantastic. And I am super excited for them to to put out more stuff and pe for people to know about them. And I, their name is the Ditali Outdoors, if I didn't, if I did not say. <laughs> so anyone who thinks that that sounds interesting to them, for sure, go give them a follow on their social media pages, um, Instagram, Facebook, Ditali Outdoors. What are you not loving right now in this space? <sighs> the fact that I still hear from people that um, extended sizing for women is there's not enough plus size women who hunt for there to be a extended size. And when I say extended size, I'm talking about a 2XL. Like, I, can we just get a 2XL in women's clothing and have that actually be in a big box store so that a per woman who is just getting into hunting, where like, where are they going to go? They're going to go to a physical store to try stuff on. Um, I just, I, I, to me, that's a, a huge, um, issue it's still it's a, still a huge issue that I can't in my mind reconcile with like why brands still don't have at least a 2xl for women when uh the average women's in America that our average size is like a 14 16 so it's just I don't get it <laughs> yeah and I I would have to kind of assume that these companies are leaning towards saying, and I could be wrong, so please correct me if I am, that 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 women or even men that are that size aren't hunting. Right. Yes. And need and needing that tactical gear. Yeah. Which is also completely false. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So how do you approach that situation? And 
If it were me, I can tell you that if somebody wasn't making something for me because they said I wasn't that person, I would th- that company would be out to me. How do you approach that and navigate in that situation? That actually is, I've gotten to that point now where um, I've been hunting for going on six or seven years. And so things have gotten so much better. And I'm not, I'm not sitting here saying that we don't, that plus size women don't have options because we do. It's just, it's limited when you compare it to um, women who are a size small to a size large. Like there's just, it's, that's just the truth. There's just less options for plus size women. Um, but I am in this, I feel the exact same way that you do. And I've come to that opinion in the last two years of like, if they're still saying that plus size women who hunt don't exist and I'm, and I'm sitting here with a, like a community of women who obviously identify with me because I'm sharing my, my struggles and sh- sharing your reviews and telling why I feel like this works or doesn't work. Um, I can I can tell you, yes, we do exist. And I, yes, if they don't make gear in, in a size that I can wear, I mean, obviously I'm not going to purchase it, but I'm also not going to purchase their men's gear to accommodate, like to make up for that. Because there are companies that are saying, we're doing the work, we're creating this size for you. No, it's not the maybe like, because the thing I always hear is that it doesn't make business sense. It's a, it's a business thing um, that like, well, of course, they're not going to make a line for for 1% of the hunting uh, industry, which I hear that a lot that plus size women who hunt make up 1% of people who hunt, which I don't buy that. Um, and then I'm like, okay, well, then I'll just move my money over to and support this company that is supporting me. Um, and that, and that's exactly how you are able to, that's your bargaining chip, right? Is your money. Like, I'm not going to support this company that says that I'm not worth making a pair of pants for. So, okay. I'm taking it somewhere else for a company that says that I, that I am worth it. Um, and I actually have begun to also talk about that online and in my reviews and things like that like people ask me oh well why don't you try on this brand or this brand and it's like well they don't make anything in women's that's that fits me oh well you can wear the men's well I I can you're right I'm I'm not going to and I would encourage a woman to do the same because it's never going to get better if we just keep doing the same things we've always done so mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm yeah, no, and I and I feel that because I think I'm somebody who's built kind of more like a guy. You know, I'm 5'10, 5'11, 170 pounds, and I'm just a little boxier framed. I have wider shoulders. So like I could maybe wear a medium, but then the large doesn't, you know, the medium doesn't fit here and the large fits here. But then if I go to a men's, you know, sometimes that men's piece fits me a little better until we're talking about pants. And then I feel like a lot of times because of my hips and my butt and my, you know, long legs that then you get this, you know, that extra material and all the extra noise. And it is a really tricky place to be. I don't necessarily think it's only tricky for women. I do think that men sometimes struggle with finding pieces that work for them, but not nearly on the scale that women do. Yeah. And the thing, and I, yes. And the thing that I always say um, to try to 
give men an idea of like, yes, absolutely. I know that you struggle. And if you are a man that is below average height, oh my gosh, do they struggle um, to find pants that work for them. Um, But five years ago, if you walked into or even went online to find women's sized camo um, and that they had a women's line, you were going to get a V-neck shirt and one pair of pants. And then they had like leggings and that was like, that's their women's line. And it's <laughs> like, and so I try to say that to put it into perspective for men who maybe, who are maybe saying, Oh, you know, you're just complaining. Um, we all have issues, which we do, but like, ah, the V-neck, the V-neck is my, my number one pet peeve of like, I don't want to wear a v-neck shirt if we're supposed to be covering our bodies up I just that just is like it just boggles my mind as to why that was the only option that we had for a long time and and I'm with you um like a men's shirt like especially those like cotton blend camo shirts like there's it's a shirt a shirt is a shirt but pants are really Mm -hmm. and um I would say jackets probably because you know boobs (laughs) um are a a much bigger issue but yeah yeah it's gotten better and we don't just have v-necks anymore but yeah to put it into perspective for for guys who are saying yeah well I have these issues too um then talk about it like get loud about it and try to do something to make it better because that's what women have been doing probably for a long time and with the help of social media and being able to band together um, in, in groups and communities and things like that. I feel like that's how things have gotten better to this point and they will just continue to get better if we continue to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You know, I find that sometimes like in, in jackets, you know, we were talking about that, like my problem's not boobs. I don't know why God didn't give me that problem, but whatever. Anyway, um, my problem is hips. So where a jacket will fit me everywhere else, I have to pull it up like around my waist to zip it. And then I have to like to get it down over. Yeah. Right. So it's like, it is definitely hard. I think to, and I, I'm somebody who, you know, I wear a lot of Sitka, Sitka gear fits me a lot better than most of them do, but there are pieces that I want to put into my system that just don't a line, you know, don't fit in. So then I go to Stone Glacier, or I, you know, go where you need to. Um, so I think having that flexibility and just continuing to try things is really important for people to see what works and what doesn't work. Um, are there specific companies? I know that you mentioned uh, Ditali Outdoors. Are there any other um, companies right now that maybe aren't necessarily working for you, but you're finding good quality, good companies that um, you would push people to at least trying? I would agree with you that Sitka has, does have really good quality items. Um, I personally, as a plus size woman, have a hard time actually trying on some of their stuff just because they don't, they don't have very consistent sizing. So like, um, one line, like their white tail line will go up to like, in terms of pants, will go up to a certain size. And then you go over to their like waterfowl side and it's completely different. And even from pant to pant, um, that's it. it. That's interesting. Um, and I'm not sure the reasoning for that. Um, but I do think that they have good quality. I just would absolutely love it if they would have some consistency. Um, but in terms of like a com- companies that do really well, well, the largest uh, size range for women currently 
is DSG outerwear and they have an extra, extra small up to a 5XL, which is the largest um, extended sizing that I have found so far. Forlo, which I believe I talked about last time, they're expanding their their women's line and there is a pair of pants that they just released, women's pair of pants that they just released that I'm probably going to purchase here in the next couple of weeks. Um, and there, that's more, a, a lot of the people who wear Forlo do a lot more um, Western hunting. And so it's a lot more of, you know, walking, you know, miles and miles to, in order to even mm-hmm. get the chance <laughs> to even get the chance to see an elk or whatever. Um, and so they're wholly made in the United States They from every single part of it, the fabric, the thread, um, the sewing, everything is done in the United States, which is a wonderful thing. Um, prowess and girls with guns are really matched in my mind in terms of like quality and fit and, um, sizing. They're just, they're both great companies and they're made by women for women. And, um, it just, it's all about your personal preference and, and your body shape too, mm-hmm. because I feel like prowess and girls with guns have a lot more of a, I would say athletic fitted type of fit. And so if you don't want things to be kind of fit form fitting, um, they might not be the brand for you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, it's, it's interesting because I did think that girls with guns would be a little bit more my body type. It would be a better fit for me. And I've only tried on a couple pairs of their pants, but both, both pants I tried on, did not fit my legs to my butt, to my waist. There was that big, huge gap around my waist. And then everything else felt like I was like, okay, I can't hardly pull these things up around my thighs or my butt. Um, so again, just pointing people back to just trying on as much as they can and not feeling like they have to stick to a particular brand. And as you mentioned, I think based on the application or what kind of hunting or the terrain that you're in, that camo and even maybe the company is going to change. Yes. Yeah. And that's a good point because I do see a lot of like, even, um, last year Proist like pushed out at least two totally new collections. So like a, like kind of, like you said, system of, of gear. So they had a full, like a jacket, um, three in one jacket and pants that they released and they were brand new last year, a bib and jacket that was, you know, a, a different than the, than the, the one I just mentioned, the three in one, um, brand new each year. So I, yes, encourage people. I always encourage people just try stuff on. I know it sucks. Dressing rooms are the worst and you get sweaty and your hair gets messed up. <laughs> your hair gets messed up. I hate, I actually hate trying stuff on, um, which is very surprising because I do it every single week and film it and put it up on Instagram. <laughs> but, um, I, I don't, I am not a person that loves to go shopping or try things on, but I encourage anyone to just, if you're, if you're going into a store, head up to the camo and look, and if they have your size or at least a size that's close to what you think your size might be, go try it on because you don't know what it's going to like, how it's going to, if you'll like it or if you won't, if you don't try it on. And if you try it on and it's not your size, but you say, Ooh, I really like the feel. It's not loud. These are fit great. Um, but the size isn't your size. Go on, you can go online and purchase it in the size that you need. And that just gives you a better idea of what is out there and what would help you be more successful in the field, which 
to that, I always say, you know, do you need camo to hunt? No, you can wear jeans, you can wear whatever you want to wear. Um, but I think a lot of us want that so that we can stay out in the cold or hot mm-hmm. or wind or, you know, longer and be more successful. So whatever can increase our chances of success. That's why we spend the amount of money on different hunting gear so that we, you know, so that we can be more successful uh, every year. So so yeah, I, I totally agree with you. A lot of people who have been like you, who have hunted pretty much their entire lives, I've, and I talk to a lot of women like this who who tell me, Hannah, I love what you're doing, and I love that you are sharing and showing everything so that people can have a better idea of like what's out there. But like I've been hunting for 30 years, and this is what works for me, and I'm sticking with it. And to that, I say like 100. percent Thank you, you know, for being here and supporting me. I'm not, I am not trying, I never want to push products on people and saying this, you need this thing. No, right. no, no, nobody needs any of it. Um, but these are just the things that, that I saw that interested me. And this is why, and this is, I actually bought this thing and it didn't work out for me. And this is why. And I think just sharing knowledge, um, who doesn't want to, who doesn't want inf- just information on something that, they want to know more about like in clothing women's hunting gear is such a challenge and that's really why I started my page in the first place was because I'm not the only one that has this issue and talking about that kind of stuff and talking about um like just I do try on Tuesday every Tuesday I try to do it every Tuesday um and just this last week, I had a, tried on a pair of pants that I've had for about six months. And in that time, I've gained a little bit of weight. And I just talked about like, hey, if you're thinking that these look tight on me, they do because I've gained some weight and it is what it is. And I think talking about that in a way that's just like, am I happy that I've gained weight? No. But is it the reality? Yes. And I'm, am I trying to like, you know, reel myself into? <laughs> to get back to a weight that I'm more comfortable at. Yeah. And I think, you know, having that whole experience of women hearing that, um, it's just so relatable and I've benefited a lot from, from doing it and having people, women reach out to me and just say, thank you so much. You know, you like, I identify with you so much and I always thought it was just me and it, it, it it isn't, Mm -hmm. it's all of us. We all can relate to, going into a dressing room um, and trying on not even camo, like anything, trying on a dress, a pair of pants and like if it not fitting. And then for, for some reason we feel bad about ourselves mm-hmm. because a pair of pants or a dress didn't fit us. Oh yeah. The size that fits us. And somehow that becomes an issue that it's an issue with us, but it's really not. It's just the dress. Like it's just the pants and Gen X coming up have a much better insight into that than, than a lot of us, um, older, (laughs) older women do. And, and we're breaking some of those generational curses and that's a great thing. And I think coming into our own, um, and realizing that like, yeah, I, I know at least on a basic level, what to do to change my body, but that doesn't happen overnight. And Mm -hmm. so I need a pair of pants that fits me now. And I'm not going to beat myself up about the fact that I've gained some weight and these pants are tight on me. I'm just going to go on a walk and I'm just going to stop eating less ice cream at at the end of the the night, you know, Mm -hmm. and then in a couple months, um, those pants aren't going to be tight on me anymore. There's no reason to, uh, like to put 
emotions into it, which is very easy to say and not so easy to do. Um, but I think hearing hearing those conversations um, online plays all into it and getting gear that is better for all of us. Mm-hmm. You bring up so many different things that I want to touch on. Um, for the sake of time, I'll kind of limit it down. But, um, you know, I, th- I think what you're doing is fantastic. And it's really easy to not realize some of these differences or struggles for other people because we don't have those struggles or we have different struggles or we think it's just, like you said, a flaw within us that other people don't have too. So you being bold and speaking about that and bringing awareness to it and educating others and sharing your story is really powerful. Um, I have to say though, as, as somebody who's spent 20 years in the fitness realm, you know, I've spent most of my life coaching, helping, working with people to make changes I also think that as a society, we assume because somebody's size, whatever it is, if it doesn't align with what we think is healthy, air quotes healthy, then they, we, we assume that they want to change. Not everybody wants to change their size or shape, you know? And so I think if we're only producing clothing or pieces of gear that cater a specific or an average, we're really telling people that they're not good where they are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Yeah. I feel that I feel that to my core, um, because I grew up feeling that way, right? Like being a heavier set preteen, teenager, young adult, (laughs) um, is not easy. Um, and things have gotten in terms of just casual clothes, um, way, way better. There are way better options, but a lot of the time they're not fashionable. So like I can remember at my heaviest weight, um, I was 22, 23, had just graduated from college, got my first, well, the job I'm still at now. Um, but my, you know, corporate big girl job. Um, and I was wearing clothes that my boyfriend's mom wears as a 60 year old um because that's what there was in terms of like corporate um business casual clothes and uh going thinking back to that time is is still very painful for me because uh you know you're 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 22 and you want to be able to wear the things that that uh are trendy and and you just you just don't, and you can't. And if you wanted to, it would, co- it was going to cost you a lot more, which, you know, freshly out of college, I definitely couldn't, couldn't afford at that time. Um, and yeah, I, but I do feel it has gotten better. And I, I agree with what you said. Absolutely. That like some people don't want to improve their body, but also sometimes you can do all the right things. You can eat healthy, exercise regularly, and still be the size that you are. Um, I personally recently, very recently, have have gotten um 
I'm working with a doctor who is like, she specializes in obesity medicine. And so we, every six months we do a full body scan, um, on myself. And so that's not directly tied to weight because I also get to see my bone density, my muscle mass, my water retention, um, all of those things. And so like my weight could be up by six pounds from the last time I got that body scan, but my muscle mass has changed. And so Mm -hmm. that's, that, that gives me insight as to why. And so, yeah, my pants fit better, um, because I've gained muscle. And so I've lost in terms of like body mass, I've lost some body mass, but my weight has been exactly the same. And so, yeah, I, exactly like you said, this unpacking this whole theme of weight and body composition and feelings of the feelings associated with that and the, the, and the clothing options that we have, it's a huge, huge topic. And we could, we could talk about that for an hour for sure. Um, but, uh, as a person who has lived in that space and coming to a place of that, I like to say, um, body acceptance is that I am okay in the body that I am in currently as like, yeah, I just mentioned I gained 15, I have gained 15 pounds in two, probably two months, which is not great. And I'm not thrilled about it. Um, but I am accepting where I am at because my body and myself has worth and value and it doesn't change who I am as a person just because my pants fit tighter or just because the size that's on the tag of my pants. And if you, for me personally, removing some of that guilt, shame, um, any kind of emotion associated with that, that has actually helped me focus on the things that are actually important and doing the things that are good for my body. So Mm -hmm. eating foods that are going to, uh, like be fuel my body, eating the right fuels, foods to fuel my body correctly, making sure I get movement every day because that's, that makes my body, that makes me have more energy. It just makes me feel better. Um, and focusing on some of those things, really trying and not, I'm not great at this, trying not to, to pay too much attention to the scale. I still have a very, very difficult time with that, but making sure that I, whenever I see that number go up, I think, okay, I just need to uh, do more strength training. Like I need to be more consistent with the things that I'm doing because consistency really is my biggest, (laughs) my biggest issue. And it, and uh, finding a a good routine, there's so much that can throw you off so easily. And it is very hard to get back on that, that that bandwagon, but find like trying to think about it in terms of like, doing something good for my mental health and my physical health um, has helped me be so much more successful than shaming myself into like, Oh, I've gained weight. I need to like, I need to cut it out. No more sugar, no more, you know, punishing yourself. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And, but again, like I've, I'm just not a person that will ever be a size six. And I now, you know, at 30, almost 33 years old, I'm, I'm okay with that because that doesn't really mean anything anyway. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I can imagine it's been a process just like it is for anybody else going through similar experiences where you're trying to 
I feel like in a lot of ways combat societal expectation and societal norms or mm-hmm. what the general media preaches about health and fitness and wellness and all of those things, you know, really generalizing that if you're not a certain size or fit into a certain category that you are quote unquote unhealthy. Um, can you talk to me a little bit about how you process um, this this general recommendation of health and how you um, decipher any of the positive or negative emotions behind it. Talking about societal norms, how do you? There's not a great way to. You're. Not, I'm never going to educate everybody. I'm always there's a, there will be every once in a while someone who comes into uh, leaves a comment on some of my stuff online or into my DMs talking about my weight, which is like. I mean, you just block and you block and delete and and you move on from that. But in terms of like, personally, the best tool for you to have in terms of knowing that you are healthy, like actually physically healthy as a bigger person, um, go to your doctor and get blood work done regularly and, and do all of those things so that you actually have those numbers. And the, the thing that I did not know, um, is that losing just five pounds makes a world of difference in your blood work. Like um, when I was at my heaviest, I when I was about 22, my triglycerides were not great. They were they were really bad. Um, and I lost, I only lost five, five pounds and they went into that normal range. And so that's not a ton for people to do in order to become more healthy, like actually healthy in terms of like medical standards, not societal standards. Um, but how, how do you fight back, um, from what society tells you is, is, uh, physically either attractive or optimal health. You just have to know for yourself that you are the health, you are actually healthy and the body that you are in just isn't what for years and years, people say is, is the right body, but there's, I always tie it back to self-worth and self-value. That doesn't mean that you don't have the same value as someone else. That Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that you shouldn't be treated the exact same. Um, and if you aren't, oh my gosh, just like remove those people from your life. Like (laughs) just focus on yourself, focus on your own values and try to be the best person that you want to be. And I feel like oftentimes the less you emphasize your own weight and body and all of that stuff. And you just start thinking about the um, like objectives, like the key results, like the, the actual things that you could do to get yourself maybe more physically active, more like improve your endurance, improve your strength. Like, and you think about things in just bits and pieces, you'll actually move into more of what, you wanted to be when you were shaming yourself since. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think it does. I definitely do. I think that has lots of applications, uh, re, you know, outside of just body size or weight or any of those things. I want to get your opinion real fast on, um, I could, because I do agree with you that for most, I mean, all of my life and for years and years and years, decades, we have kind of looked at the size or shape of somebody as health or not health kind of making those two categories. And I feel like within the last five years, correct me if I'm wrong or so we've moved into this, a 
an acceptance or a promotion or a uh, more communication behind plus size or bigger people. What is your take on that whole topic of promoting almost, in my opinion, from the things I see sometimes unhealthy, right? Because there's a difference between size and health. Absolutely. Yeah. I love this question and I've always wanted to address it, but it is, um, Touchy. I, <laughs> yeah, it's heavy and there's a, there are, it's difficult to try uh, to talk about it in a nuanced way. And I hope that I do it right. Um, because I, as I talked about, um, I personally have come to a place of calling like the way I feel about my body as body acceptance, because I accept the body that I am in currently in right now today. Um, but that doesn't mean that I don't have things that I would like to change about my body. And I am actively working towards to improve my health. Um, and so I, I, that's the way I approach it, but there is this other side of it that's called that people talk about with body positivity, where it's like, this is the body that I am in and it doesn't matter what size I'm at. And I am very beyond morbidly obese. And of course I have looking at those people. We have no way to know if they are actually like in terms of medically blood work healthy, mm -hmm. um, unless we ask them and, and they, we, they told us and we have to accept that that's the truth. Um, you don't know. If I My point is, is that you actually don't know if someone is healthy just by looking at them. Like point blank, it doesn't matter if they weigh 600 pounds, we're going to assume that they're not healthy. Mm -hmm. um, but everybody is different. And some people actually can carry a lot of weight, surprisingly a lot of weight and be healthy. Um, However, a lot of weight, no matter what, um, no matter what you do is hard on your joints. And I just don't, I personally don't feel like those people could, could tell you that they feel their best physically every single day. Um, and they probably have issues with sleeping and, and, um, breathing and sleep apnea. I mean, that's something as a, when I was 30 pounds heavier. I was nowhere near 300 pounds, but I wasn't, I wasn't my healthiest self. As I just said, my triglycerides were really high. I had a, I had a hard time with sleeping. Um, at the end of the day, my, my knees would hurt, my ankles would hurt. And when I started, I actually tried to do some, I joined, um, a gym that does like hit exercise like that, like in its orange theory where you do like it's pretty intense. Um, and I actually had an issue with my ankles every, like for a handful of times after my ankles would swell so big that they, and it hurt and I could not mm. go back to exercise with for a week because I, because I was just, I was too heavy for the exercises sure. that I was doing and I wasn't mm -hmm. making proper modifications because it was a group class and I didn't want I thought people were watching me. I'm sure they weren't. I'm sure they weren't judging me. But for some reason in my mind, I felt like, no, I'm going to do this full on because I can, I could, I could in terms of endurance do it, but my body and the weight that I was physically carrying and my just, it didn't work out well. And I had an issue with that. And so, um, I 
to all of that to say that I just, there does become a point where even me as a plus size person who does talk about body acceptance, I see people and I say, I don't think that they are healthy. And that's very hard for me to it, 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 I have an internal struggle with that because I don't want to judge them because maybe they're not at a sure. place yeah. where they're ready to accept the fact that they're not living their healthiest life. Um, and that's not for them to decide, but to preach to other people saying um, healthy, at, there's your health. You can be healthy at every size. I, I personally kind of feel like that that can be dangerous for some people. Well, and you know, I, I believe, this is my personal opinion, that the truth of the matter is there can be somebody who's a size zero, uh, or let's let's give a little bit, in my opinion, more practical size uh, or average size, like, you know, an eight to 10 <clears throat> who looks athletic, right? Who maybe runs all the time and eats quote unquote healthy and is talking about, you know, or, or showing up and being confident or justifying what they're doing, but they're not healthy. They're not eating right. They're not feeling their body. There's the, the way that they should, or on the contrary, there could be somebody who is morbidly obese and is, um, talking about how happy they are with their body and their choices and how they are healthy. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what size you are, what shape, color, gender, I don't care. Sometimes we claim to be all that we are not out of insecurity. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, that's the, the thing I, you know, lean into is sometimes people claim to love everything about themselves because they're so truly unhappy with themselves that they can't own those things publicly. Right. Or sometimes oh, we go yeah, the opposite direction in denial. Yeah. I, and I've, ex I, yeah, I've experienced that personally, you know, you, you get, sometimes you get to a point where like, Oh, I've tried everything and nothing works. So I might as well just like give up and eat what I want to eat. And, and then you, you do that for a while and, and then you realize that like, Oh, well, I'm, but I'm not happy doing it this mm -hmm. way either. And it does take self-awareness. It does a ton, mm -hmm. a ton of self-awareness to be like, oh, this doesn't feel good either. So how do I, maybe I, maybe I'm going to both ends of the extreme each time and I need to meet myself somewhere in the middle. Well, I think sometimes though, Hannah, it's not necessarily about combating that. It's just, you know, my, my point to that whole thing was just to bring awareness to the fact that you could be looking at somebody, doesn't matter what size they are. Maybe it's the ideal size that you want to be and they look so happy, but they're not, they're not making healthy choices. Yes. Right. So yes. internally, what we view on the outside on social media and our friends groups, our coworkers, whatever could look like what we want, but internally they're fighting the same battles that we are mm -hmm. just in a little different shape. Oftentimes people don't because you live in your body every single day. And so in pain and uncomfortable, and uh, when you're uncomfortable and you can't, and you have these feelings of like, Oh, it's hard to breathe and all it, they happen so slowly and incrementally that it becomes like, you don't even notice it. The you new normal. Like, you don't always notice that like, Oh, my knees, my knees mm -hmm. hurt more than they used to. Or when you lose some weight, um, you're like, Oh, I can breathe. I can breathe a lot better. Like mm -hmm. sitting on the couch, just sitting on the couch, I feel so much more comfortable than I ever did living in a heavier body all day, every day. And there's no way to, to know that, um, until 
you've done it, unfortunately. Like, so people who are um, unhealthier and maybe like in, in a certain, it still, it could be a size 12, whatever. And they, they are uncomfortable in their body. They don't know it until they make a change, which that's hard. Like, how, I don't know how you couldn't convince someone of that until they actually go through it themselves. And I've heard that from clients too, that will say they'll come to me because they just want to work on their health or their eating or something. And then, you know, they might improve their body composition and all of a sudden they go, wow, I feel really good. I didn't realize that I felt bad before. Yes. Yeah. I just didn't know what good felt like. Yeah. Yeah. Hannah, you are so awesome. Thanks for joining us today on the show and having these conversations and diving into this. There's so much more we could talk about. We'll probably have to do a a third episode at some point, but where could people reach out and talk to you and see a little bit more what you have going on online? Yeah. So the best place to follow me is on Instagram. That's definitely where I update the most and that you can find me, um, under my name, Hannah Markham, or just search Hannah, the plus size hunter. My actual username has periods in between each word, but I found that you don't actually have to do all of that perfectly to find me. You you just can type in Hannah, the plus size hunter and I'll come up. And then if they find me there, they can find links to, uh, my YouTube and my face. I believe my Facebook, I do have a TikTok, but but I don't know how to use it. So we're just not going <laughs> to TikTok is an, yeah. TikTok is a whole new beast. That's for sure. Well, thanks again for coming on the show. You're a wealth of knowledge and always so much fun to talk to you. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. Once again, thank you for tuning into the show. We hope that your cup is full and you're ready to embrace your untamable vibe. If you enjoyed the show, could you do us a favor? Help us grow our audience by sharing your favorite episode on social media, sending the episode to a friend and leaving us a review online. We love to hear from you. One more thing, be sure to press that subscribe button and never miss a weekly episode. See you next week.